Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed to Wet Your Brain. This podcast is produced by Fortin Horseman. Fortin Horseman also produces other content such as movies, other podcasts, and streaming content. When you get the chance, please subscribe to Fortin Horseman on YouTube and never miss another piece of content that we create again. You can also follow Fortin Horseman on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. This will help us make better and more episodes for you guys to consume. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok if you don't want your brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at feedonwantyourbrain at gmail.com. And if you have the means, please consider donating on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash feedonwantyourbrain. We need as much help as we can in order to continue creating content for you guys, the audience. And as always, thank you immensely for listening to Feed Don't Your Brain. Please stay safe and stay sane. Enjoy the show. Poverty is the worst form of violence. Mahatma Gandhi. The Walking Dead, Season 4, Episode 12. Still. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachy the Zombie. This is Jacob Thomason. <laughs> Jakey the, Jakey the, the bakey. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good all stuff. right. You guys all know <laughs> Jacob Thomason. He's back at it again. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have anything new? Anything new you want to, you want to say about yourself? What's going on? Just the work's been good. I've been yeah. having some, some great acting gigs over the last year. Uh, yeah. For all you longtime listeners, last time I was on this, it was in more of a rut, so you'll be happy to know. Uh, we made it out of the rut. We've been, we've been on the stage. We've been making money. It's been good. Yeah. Yeah, um, me and Jacob are now co-workers. It's true. So that's fun. It's true. We're moving chain motors today. Yeah, so, uh, Jacob, how did you like this episode? I liked it. Yeah. I did like the episode, yeah. It was a more reserved episode. Yeah, not for sure. A, not a lot of major plot events, but some, for sure. some really great character exploration. Yeah, I agree. The, the, the difference between Daryl and Beth is so interesting to me. And I know why the writers did it. Yeah. You know, because like you got you got this guy who, you know, poverty stricken his whole life. Like didn't never had a job, never was like on drugs most of the time, you know, yeah. like uh his brother was just a bad person and uh like and then you have this girl who grew up in like a, a decent home, you know, fairly wealthy, like the farm was huge. Yeah. You know? And so I just I just thought that the difference between the two was very interesting. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's um, obviously a good part of these kind of shows and the show in particular is getting to see those people from two completely different walks of life mm-hmm. be forced to cohabitate. Yeah. And, you know, let's you in this episode in particular, it really lets Daryl dig into his resentment mm-hmm. for the life that he never had mm-hmm. and that he sees reflected in Beth. Yeah. And although there's like in this one, you know, Beth is, has this rebellious streak in her mm-hmm. that she that she's um using to cope. Yeah. Uh but she doesn't have the same resentment towards Daryl yeah. that Daryl clearly has for her. Well, it, it's kind of interesting because she keeps thinking like, <laughs> Oh, I want I, I had a lot of hope for things and I wanted like things to be better. But for Daryl, this is just this was just his life. Yeah. Aside from, you know, killing walkers every day. Like but he was used to being resourceful 
drifting around with no aim or purpose like he was used to that and beth wasn't and and uh you know so he was he was okay just being that way there's a moment in the show where she Mm -hmm. says to him you were made for this Mm -hmm. you're gonna be the last man standing Mm -hmm. and love the subtext of the scene love that she says that in like as a form of encouragement Mm -hmm. but it clearly doesn't quite read that way to him no as he does not want to be the last man yeah you know especially with him coping with the loss of his brother and everything yeah and i also thought it was interesting that like (laughs) daryl daryl was yelling at beth because when beth was like um i've never been in jail at least like as a prisoner. Yeah. And then he was like, what the hell do you think I am? <laughs> yeah. You know, like ap- after he starts like blowing up or her, like, and then, and then later on they're blowing up at each other outside. And then he was like, they just came up to our gates and I couldn't do anything about it. But like Daryl like had kind of a semblance of normalcy by having a house, having like a place to stay. Yeah. You know? And, and he, he was upset that he couldn't like protect it powerlessness yeah he he talks a lot about his feelings of powerlessness in his life like when he talks about how for most of his life he's felt like a literal nobody as in somebody Mm -hmm. that doesn't have agency Mm -hmm. because he just has followed his older brother around and done what he says yeah and so that's echoing in in uh his feeling of powerlessness and protecting Mm -hmm. anybody that he cares about yeah i think it's interesting that because i feel like some characters that have felt that way. It, it reminds me a little bit of Joel mm-hmm. and Ellie. The relationship mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit, though not quite the same. Yeah. And how he gets to be very protective of Ellie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, at least not yet, in this episode, Daryl is a little bit hands-off with her still. Yeah. Like, he, he has the instinct, of course, to protect her, but then she says, you're not my chaperone. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to protect me. And he lays off pretty pretty easily. And then once he lays off, she's like, thanks for the help. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't want to feel chaperoned. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, you know, like, she... You can tell in the way that she, like, holds a knife and, like, moves around in this world that, like, she's not experienced yet no. in living in this world. And it still disturbs know? her to see Daryl so violent mm-hmm. with the walkers. Mm-hmm. She had, she is not at that place of, of uh, sensitivity reduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about, like, the whole, like, she wants to get, like, a drink thing? <laughs> well, listen... <laughs> As a, as a newfound alcoholic myself. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I could get it. I mean, I I think it was a, an interesting way for them to take her coping with her father's death. It's uh-huh. almost like she's trying to find some sort of silver lining. Yeah. And she's, like, forcing it. Mm-hmm. And then when she... I mean, for her father's death, as in, like, he would never let her drink. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, he's not around anymore. So now I'm going to go get a drink. Mm-hmm. And But then when she gets there with the peach snaps, mm-hmm. she can't even like bring herself to do it. Yeah. She like is actually confronting her problem and starts uh-huh. to cry before the alcohol. Yeah. Is... Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that Daryl was like, like he didn't care that she like wanted a drink, but he like cared that she was going to drink like peach schnapps. I know. He was, like, he was like, here, let's try some moonshine. Yeah, he and wants I'm, to like, go find that's... some of the most vile poison <laughs> in some basement. I know. She drank it like a champ. I know, dude. Like moonshine as a first drink? It's disgusting. You cannot get any worse than that, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I thought I thought I, I do think that you're right. It was like a, a way to cope and a way to like like feel different because she felt so. <sighs> yeah. But like, and but you know, in, in that way, it's sort of like Daryl always has felt, <sighs> and so he was just used to it. Mm. You know, 
And so because she's trying to cling on to the some semblance of the quality. She like changed of life. her clothes. Yeah. She found like a new outfit, changed her clothes. Yeah. She she tells him off saying that like if he wants to spend the rest of his life rolling around eating snakes like Bear grills, mm -hmm. then he's welcome to do so. But she would rather die mm -hmm. than subject herself to that kind of life forever. That is to say, a life with no joy. Yeah. In quotes. Yeah. And and but like Daryl has lived that life. He was like okay being like that. You know? Yeah. And so it's just like a difference in, a huge difference in personality and wants and needs. And yeah. yeah. And again, it manifests itself as resentment mm -hmm. on his case, mm -hmm. seeing her as if she can't live without those privileges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Like, Daryl keeps his cool a lot of the time, but like, if you set him off, you set him off, you know? Well, like, he's able, he's able to keep it under control. Until, like, you just say something. He's a that's mean drunk. Line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's it's almost foreshadowed when she's like, I've never done anything. I regret it drunk. And he's like, I have lots of time. Takes a, shot. Yeah, takes a shot. Takes a shot. I'm like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> that's not you a good sign. You don't want to hear that from the person <laughs> sitting across from you game. as yeah. they take a shot. Yeah. Um, and then he pissed all over that he place. He pissed all over all that place. Over that place. <laughs> you never saw that coming. Bro. But, like, yeah, I mean, you will you see his aggression come out towards her, like, on the walker. Like, there's, there's other, like, he grabs the bottle, slams it down on the ground, you know, like, she, she keeps nagging at him, and finally he's like, he's like, alright, let me, let me, like, tell you, like, how shitty you're being. If you're gonna keep saying that I'm shitty, yeah. like, you're also being shitty, yeah. you know? I also think, on the subject of alcohol, I think that there's this friction between the two of them where, to her, alcohol is a very fun thing, mm -hmm. and it's something that her and her friends did mm -hmm. in Rebellion. Um, and for him, like, he's got horrible memories of alcohol. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that some of the worst times in his, like, his life with his family, with his dad, involved alcohol, mm -hmm. and he's done things that he's admittedly ashamed of under the influence of alcohol, so yeah. I think that's another place where those, they really juxtapose each other. Mm -hmm. I found it interesting that, that Beth mentioned that Daryl was, like, being apathetic and didn't, and, like, seemed to give up, but even though in the past she has also seemed apathetic. And wanting to give up, like she, she, um, she was self harming in the second season, and then in season three, like she was just completely apathetic. Like when her boyfriend died, she was like, "Oh, okay, yeah," you know. And so it, it's kind of seemed like they're both they both kind of cope the same way, and I think I think they saw that in each other and were like frustrated with that. That yeah. both of them were like apathetic yeah both you know? of them both of them yell that as insults to each other mm -hmm. at two different times and, and it's i think you can dig into it and read it as projection mm -hmm. for sure yeah yeah i agree what do you think about the quote that beth says uh stay who you are and not who you were what do i think i mean obviously he's he's he has stepped into his own mm -hmm. quite a bit through mm -hmm. the independence and through now living in a world that actually values his particular skill set. Mm -hmm. So I think that through the, like his journey so far has been about claiming his own independence and, and becoming his own person. Mm -hmm. Cause you learned several times that he used to be a, a shadow little brother of, his, oh, of yeah. his older brother. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also he, I think that his character is also pretty heavily defined by a lot of his more negative traits mm -hmm. coming in relation to his terrible family, mm -hmm. and the show gives us, you know, glimpses of his actually really tender heart. Yeah, that that only grows because he no longer has really horrible influences around him. Yeah, so I think she sees that, and mm -hmm. that's that's the way that she puts it. Um, 
I don't know. I, I find it to be a little bit... He's very melancholy in that scene. Mm -hmm. And I find that statement as well to be a little melancholy because I'm sure that he wishes that life were back to normal, mm -hmm. in quotes, and he misses yeah. his family. And for her to say, you know, don't go back. Yeah. Keep being who you are right now. I don't know because I'm not sure he's terribly proud of who he is anyway. Yeah, and I think it, I think it takes a while for him to like really realize that he is a good person. Yeah. Um, and that like at heart, at his core, he is. I, you you kind of see him because at the very beginning, he's he starts off as like a hothead. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> he's yelling and screaming at everyone, you know, and like, and now and like now is the point where he's kind of like morphing into his own person. And I find it interesting that you say that he was a shadow under Merle. Because Beth is sort of a shadow under um, Maggie yeah. a little bit, you know? Like, both of these younger siblings have to be with each other. Um, and they're kind of... And they were used to being the shadow, but now they have to, like, kind of be open yeah. with one another. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's both. It's both of them have a, have a similar arcs of self-actualization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you think about burning the house? I thought that was an interesting choice. I didn't think much of it when I first watched it, but then after I watched it this time, I'm like, this seems kind of like a dumb thing. Yeah, like... I guess it's like symbolism. It's a pretty heavy-handed symbolism. It's some, yeah. Some Kylo Ren. There's no, like, reason for them the to past. burn down. Like, yeah. Because, you know, burn down the whole Georgia wilderness. Yeah, I thought that too. There's no firefighters well, I had that anywhere. thought too. I was like, how bad could this get, theoretically? Like, yeah. how much land could be destroyed? Not, yeah. that, not that it'd be their care. Yeah. Sure they would carry the way, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen it. I feel like I've seen that. It's almost a trope. Yeah. At this point. Of burning the past away yeah, and moving the, forward. Yeah, the idea that right? you're like burning the bad memories. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, but at the very least, it was, you know, a chance for both of them to have some some fun and connect that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those are all my notes. Do you have anything that else you wanted to talk about? I might cover everything. Like I said, it's a... I was... Okay, I was actually... Actually, yeah, the, the golfers. Mm-hmm. That whole house, that whole estate. Mm -hmm. There were some really interesting storytelling mm. going on with just the bodies that they found there. Yeah, in that's true. In particular, the three people that hung themselves. Yeah. Um, and the weird uh, propped-up mannequin zombie mm -hmm. that had Rich Bitch mm -hmm. written on it. Yeah. What do you think was going on there? I don't, like... Why was she there? Well, like, I think... Because Beth was rich. Yeah. And, and Daryl wasn't. And, like... Beth saw a problem with it, and Daryl didn't. Yeah. Daryl was like, she's a rich bitch. Yeah, he might have Whatever. shared some of the actual sentiment. Yeah, she some... saw it as really disturbing. Mm -hmm. I just like... Well, I mean, I, bro, I sit <sighs> on golf all the time. It's true. Because I think it's a useless sport. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get all the golfers after me now. Dude. I'm finally outing myself. Your big golf following? As an anti-golfer. <laughs> but it's a waste of land. It's a waste of water. Yeah. And it's just for rich people to go... Hit a ball, like, bro, I can't think of any re It's not fun to Listen, watch. Obviously, I think it's a lame sport. I would, yeah. not, I would not define it as high octane. No. Right? And yeah, I thought, I'm not going to lie, my first thought when they entered the house was like, <laughs> these people knew they weren't going to make it. Yeah. If you've spent your entire adult life golfing, yeah. the zombie apocalypse They're They're for killing you. themselves. Yeah, they're dead, you, know? you know? Yeah. And then, you know, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe when it happened, like, a few of, like, the workers that weren't rich... Like maybe she was just really mean to them. Yeah, you know. I thought it was. I thought it was some cool visual mm -hmm. storytelling about some kind of history that happened in that place. I thought that was a really nice detail. Yeah, well, it was like it show it further progressed the dichotomy between the two characters too. Yeah, I tell you another thing I enjoyed in this and mm -hmm. in, in, in this particular arc of the show mm -hmm. is all of the 
kind of survivor man mm -hmm. elements that we get because all the people have been split off into little pairs mm -hmm. like seeing how they scavenge and how they like set the traps yeah. around their little campsite mm -hmm. and eat the snake like even from the very first season when rick you know escapes his town mm -hmm. he meets up with a big group yeah and most of the show is in these big groups mm -hmm. and so i thought it was kind of cool to get to see a more uh like low-key mm. survival groups yeah hang out it's like a new dynamic yeah besides the just like community so much of the show focuses on communities mm -hmm. and now i think it's cool that we get more like practical survival yeah camping stuff i would agree i think it's i think it's i think it was a smart decision to like here are these characters what happens if we put them away from each other like what do what do they do yeah you know it's i thought a chance that was really to get cool. some some new pairings that would never naturally happen mm -hmm. so and, and in fact so kind of going back to golf I just had another thought. Yeah. When we were watching it, I was telling Alina, I was like, the only purpose for a golf course is just in case there's a zombie apocalypse. Golf clubs make really good weapons, and you have a lot of land to camp on. You got some of that. You got that's, some, that's, you the got only, some, uh... that's the only reason for golf. It's just in case yeah. for a zombie apocalypse. You got some holes in one this episode with Daryl knocking those heads off. Yeah. When he doesn't kill the one zombie, and he just bashes on it, mm -hmm. the very last one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was well, I'm sure, I'm sure he was feeling a lot of like anger, like... He never went golfing, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daryl did never went golfing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but anyway, do you have anything else you want to mention in the episode? No, that basically covers everything. All right, cool. Well, we 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 will be right back after a short musical interlude with a moral dilemma. Jacob, here's your moral dilemma. Do you think it matters how a body is presented when after they die? Oh, that was an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Do I think it matters? I mean, I think it, yes, I think it matters. Yeah. I think it matters for the same reasons it matters even now mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, it's, it's, it's true that funerals are for the people left. Yeah. They're for the yeah. people who are alive. And so mm -hmm. um, there's clearly something important to us as a species, mm -hmm. about the way that we respect each other in our death. Well, it, it helps yeah. people with mourning. I think it helps us all with coping with mortality. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, you can say it's, it can be a very powerful yeah. imagery in either direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think, like, we bury, we, like, respect, people generally respect their dead, yeah. their dead loved ones. But, like, historically, when people die... On the other side, in a war, you know, yeah. the other side treats the bodies like, <sighs> yeah, you know, like they decapitate them and stake them, and they, burn you know, them. a lot of burnings. They burn them. Um, they, uh, you know, I mean, Nazi Germany, they just like left them hanging there for days. Yeah. The um, you know, and so it's like it is a strong symbol of what you do to a body of how much respect you have for the person, and also like it's also like. Um, it shows a lot of your character if you do that to a dead body, but, uh, but I think it also can show the character of like, like, did this person do something awful to these people enough yeah. that they desecrated this body and showed it to the yeah, world? Yeah, like I said, it, you know? it does say a lot. Mm -hmm. And in terms of like priority, mm -hmm. I'm not sure where I would fit it in, mm -hmm. you know, cause, cause 
these shows always have like the one character who steps forward and is like really insistent that somebody gets a proper burial, mm-hmm. even if it's inconvenient or dangerous. Yeah, Glenn. Um, Glenn was that person in the first season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's very important to people. So I don't know. For me personally, I I don't personally think I hold that much stake in it. Mm-hmm. But I've never had anybody that close to me die. Yeah, me neither. Like, I haven't had the experience of like how I would feel about their you know, what happens with their body after their Yeah. Gone. I know for me, like, I'm an organ donor. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I don't care if I'm cremated or buried. Mm-hmm. It hasn't crossed my mind yeah. as anything that, that's that important to me. But maybe that'll change with age and maybe that will change yeah. once people I love start dying. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think, like, for me, you know, um, it, I mean, it's just a respect thing of, like, you know. And I also think it's, like, they can't defend themselves if yeah. they're dead. Like, you're, you're desecrating their image, and they can't do anything. Especially if they're dead for the second time. Like exactly. Like, the walking dead, then they can't yeah. defend themselves at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, yeah, it's a very it's a very interesting thing. And, uh, like, going back, I just think I think it was interesting that Daryl didn't care. Because uh, he, he understood the sentiment. Yeah. But, like, Beth cared. It's interesting that she cared, huh? Mm-hmm. That it really bothered her. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the reasons may be obvious that she comes from a wealthier family. Mm-hmm. And she is also... Or maybe that, that she's also a woman. Yeah. And that zombie was a woman as yeah. well. Yeah, so it's just just incredible disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In a zombie apocalypse, none of those bodies look great. Yeah. Let me tell you that if you are going to do with anything with them, you don't present them. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, also, like, she, she was mentioning it, too, when Daryl was like pinning the walker against the bar and telling her to like shoot him oh yeah she was like she was like um like we can't like we can't enjoy killing even walkers yeah and but like in daryl's head he's like he's like they're dead though yeah you know i think she even says specifically she's like what if that were my father yeah about the dead body yeah Mm. like she's she's putting she's thinking in terms of like this was a person and i i think that does go back to herschel their their family's belief before this was that they were still people. Oh, yeah. they were yeah. just sick. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that might still be lingering there as well. She's even newer in mm-hmm. that regard than, than mm-hmm. most people her age mm-hmm. to the world like that. And, like, to Daryl, he's never been respected his whole life. Yeah. Why would he respect a walker body? No, and, and his version of respect is much, much different than hers. Yeah. How he would show it. Yeah. His, his version of respect is, like, loyalty to people that have, like, shown that they are good people. Yeah. Her version of respect is, like, very much... I, I feel like her version of respect is very much um, respect family yeah. overall, as well as a more ritualistic respect. Yeah, and and she also, like, politeness, decency. Mm-hmm. Those are mm-hmm. probably ways that she learned. Like the southern, you know, the southern hospitality. Yeah. But Daryl never lived that life. He gave respect at, like, as, like, a mutual thing. Didn't matter if you were blood-related. Well, no, I'll take that back. Blood was really important it to him. It mattered a lot to him. It mattered a lot to him yeah. still. But, like... Uh, but he respected people based on the principle of their character. Beth respected people because she felt like that that's just what you do. Yeah. You know? I'm with you. It's a very short moment in the episode, mm-hmm. but it's a it's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they included it. They mm-hmm. really could have not. But it, it does just serve to, you know, what the episode's really about. And that, mm-hmm. that's contrasting him with her. Mm-hmm. And that's another great, that was another great moment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, that's it. Do you have anything else you want to mention? No, it's great, great being yeah. back on. Yeah, man. Um, there's a lot of this show to cover, isn't there? There and there's a new show out. There's a, a Daryl movie. Oh yeah. Then there's Fear the Walking Dead, which has been out for a little bit. Mm. Then there's a new show with Rick and Michonne. Oh man. 
Well, I'm doing this my whole life, Jacob. Well, I'm excited to be there every step of the way, listening <laughs> in on feed. Don't eat your Man, brain. how many episodes have you listened to? I've listened to the ones with me in it. Okay. So, not enough. Not enough. Hey, don't be like Jacob and go home and listen to every episode. From what there's I only 92 after after this one there's only 92 well, hey it's okay. not like it's not like mormon stories with thousands of episodes but we'll get there yeah we'll, we'll get, get there. there there's a lot of content to cover mm-hmm. anyway thank you guys for listening do you have anything else jacob that's it for thanks me. for being on again I'm, I'm out it's a pleasure it's always great yep all right see you later uh, uh please please leave a review on apple Podcasts. you know can i try the scream the zombie scream that you use for the sound yeah you gotta put it next to this so that you can tell how accurate mine is okay ready And that's me. I give that a 7 out of 10. And I'm out. And we're out. Bye-bye.